0: Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing our examination in the book of Daniel. We're in the sixth chapter, and you'll remember what's going on. You can check the previous episodes if you haven't been with us, but the powers that be, the satraps Mm. and the commissioners, had uh, fomented a plan against Daniel. That's the easiest way to put it. (laughs) And They planned his plan, right? They were going to get him because they didn't like the fact that he was rising up to be second within the kingdom. They deceived King Darius into uh, establishing an, an injunction, passing this statute, this law, that only the king could be worshipped for 30 days. If anybody else worshiped any other god or any other man, they would be cast into the lion's den. Well, Daniel heard about the document, and after it was signed, he continued on doing what he was doing, what he'd always been doing. What was that? Well, he would go up to the roof chamber in his house, he would open the windows toward Jerusalem and he would kneel and three times a day he would pray and he would give thanks to God. So that's where we find ourselves. Let's just start there in the sixth chapter of Daniel. The 10th verse says this, now when Daniel knew that the document was signed, he entered his house and he continued kneeling on his knees three times a day, praying and giving thanks before his God as he had been doing previously. In other words, this was his pattern, his practice and behavior. Verse 11, then these men came by agreement and found Daniel making petition and supplication before his God. Now, this is the second time we see these men coming by agreement. They had come by agreement before before the king. In other words, they had planned all this. Now they come by agreement and they found Daniel making petition and supplication before his God. So what does that mean? That means they knew what his pattern was. That means they knew what he did. That means they had established this entire plan to entrap him. They knew he would be praying these three times a day. They come by agreement. They look up in the window, and there he is. So what do they do? Verse 12. Then they approached and spoke before the king about the king's injunction. So now. They see Daniel doing this. Now they go back before the king, and they continue to set the king up. Listen to what they say here in verse 12. They say this to the king. Did you not sign an injunction that any man who makes a petition to any God or man besides you, O king, for 30 days, is to be cast into the lion's den? Now see, they knew that he had signed the injunction. It was their idea. They knew all this, so now they come before the king, and they ask this question in this smarmy kind of way. And you really see that these uh, rulers did not respect the king. Okay, They did not like how the king was uh, treating Daniel and how he was behaving before Daniel. The king replied, The statement is true according to the law of the Medes and Persians, which may not be revoked. And he's still not understanding what's happening to him, okay? He's saying, yeah, 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 I signed that statement, and its uh, I did it according to the law of the Medes and Persians. In other words, I did it to where it could not be revoked in any way. Verse 13, Then they answered and spoke before the king, Daniel, who is one of the exiles from Judah, pays no attention to you, O king, or to the injunction which you sign. But keeps making his petition three times a day. (laughs) Oh, well, here we go. The trap is now sprung. And notice how they they say this again. uh, Abelshazzar had done the same thing. Okay, remember that with the handwriting on the wall? You know, it comes out Daniel, who's one of the exiles from Judah, it had been decades since Daniel had been exiled from Judah. But they still throw that in his face. Know this, folks. The religious rulers and the world will do that. They did it with Jesus. The religious rulers, they describe Jesus as the supposed son of Joseph. 30 years later, they're saying that supposed son. Here is the same type of thing. And they're saying, guess what? He pays no attention to you and your little injunction, which you sign. He keeps making petition three times a day. Man, what do you think the king did? Well, look at verse 14, we can see. Then as soon as the king heard this statement, he was deeply distressed and set his mind on delivering Daniel. And even until sunset, he kept exerting himself to rescue him. The king knew that he'd been set up. The king knew that he'd been had. He was doing everything. Everything he could to rescue Daniel. Now it's got a couple of interesting little statements here. I wonder why these statements are made. Well, I think that, I think I know why. Verse 14 again. As soon as the king heard the statement, he was deeply distressed. Okay, he was distressed. He knew his had. Now he sets his mind on delivering Daniel. Well, he's a king. Why couldn't he just say, "Hey, forget it. I've revoked my thing." Because when you did something and signed it according to the law of Mes and Persians, it could not be revoked. Even the king who signed it could not revoke it. And so he set his mind on delivering Daniel. And even until sunset, he kept exerting himself to rescue. Apparently, um, this had to be executed, okay? This judgment, because he didn't determine what the judgment was. If you do not worship, or if you do worship, Anything other than me, you're get thrown in the lion's den. And he had to the end of the day to throw him in the lion's den. And he could not revoke it himself. But he was doing everything he could. He set his mind on it. He kept exerting himself to rescue Daniel. Tell you what, folks, there's times that we do this. There's times that we get ourselves in situations and in circumstances where we've done everything we can. And we realize we have made a mistake. <laughs> we set our mind on correcting that mistake, we keep exerting ourselves to correct that mistake, and there's nothing we can do. That's literally the position and the situation and the circumstance that the king found himself in. There was nothing he could do. He was greatly distressed by it. Tell you what, I'm going to stop right here at this moment. We'll pick it up in the next episode again. Okay? Again, I'm Dale. I'll see you then. Goodbye.